Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Have you ever heard of positive attention? It's a way of interacting with your kids that's an important building block for children in their development. Associate Professor Julie Green is the Executive Director of Raising Children Network, and she's here to explain what positive attention is and how we can use it as parents. Hi, Julie. How are you? Great. Hi, Siobhan. Good to be with you. Can you tell us what does positive attention look like? How do parents embody this? Positive attention is probably something that most parents are doing, but what it looks like is parents showing warmth, showing interest in their child and helping their child to feel secure and valued. It's one of those things that's great to have in the toolkit from birth. So why is it important to ask an obvious question? Those, those aspects like warmth, being sensitive and flexible, being nurturing and being responsive, all those behaviours act as a buffer against you know, negative effects in life and they help build some of the fundamental things that carry children through life and that's things like feeling valued, self-esteem and resilience. So they're really, um, they're really core to children doing well from very early on, from the beginning of life right through to adulthood. You spoke a moment earlier about um, positive attention can start from the time that your child is born, so from the time they're a baby. Parents might understand, you know, saying um, supportive things and paying attention to their smaller children, but what does it look like for babies? Mm. Um, Look, that is a great question. For babies who may not have language yet, there's lots of things to be on the lookout for. And if I use an example of a tennis analogy, serve and return, because for all children, including babies from birth, their brain is developing at such a rapid rate. And the concept of serve and return can be applied to things like, you know, when a baby points to something. So they may not be able to have the words yet and say the words, but when they're pointing to something or when they smile at something, that's like a serve. It's them serving up something to to the adult carer, whether it's a parent or whoever else it might be. And the return part is the response that the baby gets to that particular behaviour. So it's the adult repeating back saying, oh, you've, you know, you've spotted a dog. Oh, what can you see? So this, this notion of serve and return can be a really helpful thing to think about for very young infants who are still able to engage and assess whether their adult carer is tuned into them and paying attention when they're looking for that attention. Talk to me about toddlers because, as we know, toddlers can be a bit of a handful. They're pushing boundaries. They're trying to um, assert their own way in things. What does positive attention look like with a toddler? Uh, well, with toddlers, it's, it can be simple things like giving them cuddles and, you know, a tickle when, they're, when you're drying them after the bath. 
It's about trying to get into the moment with your toddler. Talk to them about exactly what you like about what they're doing. So catch them being good. That's a really nice element of positive attention. For example, you might say, gee, I love it when you clear up the blocks when we've finished playing. (laughs) Um, So tuning into them, taking their lead often, and despite the busyness of a parent's life, really with competing priorities and so on, making sure that you do quarantine some time in the small things in life, like getting into the pusher. You know, thanks, that's a real help when you hop into the pusher. That sort of thing are all part of giving toddlers positive attention. What about, um, let's say, uh, four to five-year-olds right before they go to school? Because they're often very articulate, they're very Mm -hmm. active. How are we applying positive attention at that phase? Well, children of that age clearly have language by then. So the conversation is, you know, is going to be a two-way conversation. So, you know, when a preschooler notices things when you're out and about, you know, it might be a truck or a puppy or whatever it might be, it's engaging in that conversation and parents can initiate that and say, oh, look, look over there, have you seen that little puppy? Or the the preschooler might initiate that. So it's about looking at the everyday opportunities. This is nothing special, but they're everyday activities that all families are engaged in. And that's a window. They're the opportunities to give a preschooler lots of feedback. And it might be on observations around you, like I've just said, or it could be on the type of behaviour that you'd like to see more of. So, you know, thanks for helping clear the table after dinner. That was a real help. Or, you know, thanks for popping your plate into the dishwasher, those sort of things. I mean, it's really making the most of those everyday chances to help build a young child's self-image and those sort of feedback mechanisms can be built up over time with lots of loving messages. Do you think, generally speaking, people aren't aware of the impact non-verbal communication can have on children you know like facial expressions when you get frustrated if you're angry do we know how that impacts children well children like grown-ups too but children are are very receptive at picking up the non-verbal cues so they do notice when there's no eye contact happening they do notice when an adult's not responding to them or ignoring them and they're really good at persevering actually and trying (laughs) to get that getting that attention Um, but you know even babies but also young children as well over time if they're not getting that response the verbal cues or if they are noticing those non-verbal cues it starts to take its toll so those small everyday moments and those those everyday interactions with children verbal and non-verbal do really make a difference and it's really telling kids that adults the, the people who are caring for, for them in their life have their back any constant pattern of being regularly distracted as as adults and carers and parents 
can over time definitely have a negative impact on kids. This is uh, the direct opposite of traditional parent raising techniques, I guess, in the sense that once upon a time children were seen and not heard. But to play devil's advocate, it's not you don't have to go far to see criticism about children who've been raised to think everything they do is special that these children can end up being quite entitled, that if they get praised for every single thing that they do, they have an unrealistic view of their place in the world, I guess. What's your response to that? Uh, I think we need to keep sight of the value of praise for all children because praise is is telling a child what you like about their behaviour. Praise does nurture their, their confidence, their sense of self, So it is something that is important to all children because the thing about using praise is that it shows children how to think and talk positively about themselves. And all kids need to learn how to recognise when they've done well and to give themselves a pat on the back. So I think... um, Because it's not like you're going to be praising if they do something wrong, are you? You're not going to say, well done for hitting your brother. No one's ever going to say that. (laughs) They're not. And I think parents, unfortunately, do come in for criticism in, you know, some parts of conversations and society in the media and so on. But it's really important not to lose sight of the value of praise, you know, telling your child what exactly it is you do like, you know, the simple things. It might not be overinflating a child, but be specific about a particular behaviour. I really like the way you tidied up your room without being asked. You know, it's part of building a family's intercommunication and relationships and what matters in a family and how we speak to each other and behave in our family. Julie, it's been so interesting. Thanks for speaking with us today. Thanks, Siobhan. That's Associate Professor Julie Green. She's the Executive Director of the Raising Children Network and they have a stack of information on their website. So we'll make sure we put links in the notes of this episode. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.